This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I have exciting news to share with all of you. This is, you know, that I've been getting ready for my next book that I actually have in hand, but I haven't actually promoted it yet because I wanted to wait until I accomplished the next two components was to finish and get the ebook up because it's complicated with all the illustrations and two, get the audio book done. And I actually just finished coming out of the studio, completing that. Now the final tweaks and editing, and then that will be ready to go. And secondly, which is exciting, is that we will be having, um, I I was up on Amazon just looking at something because I know some reviews are starting to pop up, and oh my gosh, our little book, How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing Blunders, Boopers, and Boo-Boos, was the number one bestseller in the book industry, Um, a new release. So that was kind of fun. Well, with that said, summertime, which officially starts next week, which makes me happy, is just a really great time to think about all the different things that you can do to redirect yourself, to get going again, to um, look at what's happening, and because there is a lot happening on, on Amazon, um, things that you can do to repurpose yourself, to mistakes that you want to continue to avoid or be tuned into so you don't fall into the trap. So we're going to be going through a lot of that today with me, with Kelly Johnson, who's been with me many, many times. She is the author's virtual assistant. You can find her at cornerstoneva.com. And Kelly is also my favorite geek girl, and she is going to be with me next week at at, uh, Judith Bryles Book Publishing Unplugged, while we work with three dozen authors who are in a variety of their positioning with their books. Some are just still writing, some actually are launching, and some have books in hand. And Kelly and I were brainstorming, what could we go over with some of the things? Um, and And really, I said, there's hiccups. I, we keep seeing the same hiccups over and over and over again, and why is that? So we thought we'd get into some of our favorite hiccups that we'd like to make unfavorites, just because they're favorites, because they're recurring all the time. So when all of you guide to book publishing, that's what we're jumping into. And let's welcome Kelly to the show. Hi, Kelly. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing well, Judith, and thank you so much for that uh, lovely introduction, and I just wanted to also say congratulations about your exciting news, and I think that's wonder. I know, so exciting to hear, and that's one of the things I love about our author community and what we do at AuthorU as well, that we are so good about, 
working together as a community, not only, like you said, to go over what you and I are going to talk about today, some of these hiccups, to hopefully not make them hiccups anymore, but really celebrate all of these accomplishments that we're doing. So I think that's a great blend. And I'm so appreciative and looking forward to the opportunity of JB Unplugged next week when we get to, you know, deep dive in with the authors that are joining us, and we'll really get to have that hands-on experience with them as well. You know, and I should say to everyone, if you follow the hashtag starting Thursday, um, the uh, 23rd of June, if you're listening um, to this before the 23rd, or you can go back, we're going to be using hashtag JB Unplugged, and you'll see a lot of little ahas and tidbits that pop out during the three days. All right, so I'm going to, I'm just going to lead with my first one, because once a month, I do kind of a, a pick-my-brain session, uh, masterminding, mm-hmm. that authors can just show up at my home. Um, and during summertime, we get to be outside on the upper deck, which is great. But it's just really the, the schmoozing, number one, the schmooze factor. Authors need to continue to hang out, and you need to hang out while you're writing, after you're done writing, while you have book in hand, even if it, if it's getting a little tired, you get rejuvenated. And a lot of times, here's what here's the hiccup. Once you get your book done, as in writing, and you think you have it in hand, you stop. You don't show up anymore. You don't go out and find out, hey, what's working, what's not working, what's what's old, what's new, what's hot, what's trending, what's a fad I should stay away from, what's happening. So that would be my first hiccup to avoid is don't become a hermit. That's you right. want it? Yes. Yeah. You know, don't become a hermit. You've got to keep stretching and pushing out and being around other authors and writers and people who are doing it, whatever it is. It's really important to keep your own energy and momentum going. So, Kelly, what's one of your hiccups? Oh, and actually just one brief thing I wanted to say about that as well, as you stated with not just helping to keep that momentum going. I've heard from several authors as well that, as you said, sometimes if they just feel like something with their writing or something they're trying to do is a little stale, so to speak, and they feel like they can't keep things going just by as you said, getting out there and getting in a group or staying connected with you know an aha out of that that I never expected that because Someone started a conversation, and I added a couple of ideas, and it just ended up evolving into something that now I can use and I can repurpose. So you just never know where some of those aha moments are going to come from. So as you said, that's always such a valuable piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is critical. All right. So, and, and, and then I'm just going to go ahead. You just said a word, so let's, let me hit my, the number two, which is repurpose. Yes. And that there is so many things that you can do without starting from scratch. That's yeah. what we, repurpose is. And if, if you don't want to start all over with a blank sheet, you're going to love repurposing. And yet so few do it. And I'm, I'm always marvel at why not take th- those 50 blogs that you have put together over the last couple of years and seeing kind of, are they in categories? Is there a synergy to them? And hmm, could that be another chapter? Or could that be a book alone? Or, you know, whatever. (laughs) But you could certainly do that, repurpose it. Or how about, especially for nonfiction authors, you know, 
can you make it an online course? Yes. Add some videos too that you could now sell it and now oh here's another word monetize and bring it in <laughs> and bring See, it we in. We love these words. Oh, I love these words. All right, so repurpose leads to monetization, which is very very cool. And it also leads to a variety of other ideas. So repurposing, whether it's blogs or go back to your book, can you pull something from that and make mini books out of it, which is really the hot thing. And if anybody happened to catch the Sunday morning show on CBS with Charles Osgood that featured James Patterson earlier in June where he was talking about his whole new series called uh, Shot Bites, where he is he's going to be pumping out 25 books a year in this series, and none of them will be more than 150 page, 150 pages, none of them. And if you're familiar with James Patterson, he, his fonts are big. Yes. <laughs> his, his chapters never exceed three pages. They're big. So we're talking 150 pages, which could very well be 20,000 words. That's right. So anything you want to add on repurposing, Kelly? Because I know you work with that. Yes, and actually I'm with you. One of the things I love about repurposing as well is, as you said, sometimes I think we forget to take a moment and step back that all this great content that we're putting out there on, just looking even at our blog posts and everything on social media, there's such a wealth of information there, and I know sometimes authors might hesitate a little bit and say, well, since I've already put it out there, even though it was maybe a year ago, is that really okay to, you know, take some of those ideas again and, and repurpose it and maybe put it out there? And, you know, the, I know you and I would say, absolutely, you just need to take some of that content and you can just tweak it a little bit and, and put it out there in a different way. So, for example, I love what you mentioned about, like you said, are there online courses you could create or some videos from maybe blog posts that you've done. Another um, idea that I've had uh, that I've shared with clients that they've taken is also look at your Pinterest boards. When you have your Pinterest account, each of your boards is already, you know, split out and set into a specific topic area. So you've already got things organized you know, under different topics already. So you can go ahead and look at those images and what you've posted to go with those images on your Pinterest boards and already have almost a natural outline of, okay, I can kind of take this and create a mini guide because as you were well stating, short is the new black and everything being a little mm -hmm. short and how people like to get that. So what a great way to be able to create some, you know, short online guides just looking at taking one of your boards on Pinterest and then maybe as you said, create a video series from some of those as well. So don't hesitate and think that just because you put something out there once, you can't go back to it and just, you know, tweak it up a little bit and share it again. Because one of the biggest lessons I think all of us learn, you know, whether we're authors, entrepreneurs, whatever aspect you're looking at, it takes, you know, seven to ten times typically sometimes before something might sink in for us if it's a new lesson we're learning or something we're hearing the first time. So remember, it's going to take a couple of times before some of those things you've shared before might really click or resonate with someone. So it never hurts to repurpose. Yeah, and, and then let me give you one idea also for repurposing. We have about a minute to go before our first break. But here's here's what you can do. A blog, anytime a blog, that I, and I write several a week, becomes two years old, 
it is repurposed candidate for sure. Mm -hmm. It's repurposed because the information has changed, number one. All you have to do is go in and bring, just get in a recycle and help yourself yeah. out. Because sometimes you're thinking, oh, no, not another blog. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but you, you can get into it and you can change your title, tweak your title, um, and make sure that, that, you know, whatever the appropriate keyword is in that title, the hook, and that you bring in and, and alter at least the first paragraph, even the yeah. second paragraph, do, do some, you know, modification here. The rest of the body probably should be just fine. And make sure you relook at your, your signature at the bottom of that because that'll make a difference too because maybe changes have come along that you want to update. With that, we're going to be right back. Kelly Johnson's my guest, and we're talking how to get over some of the hiccups authors seem to embrace. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Give your book the best shot at getting buzz before it's even released. JKS Communications has been leading the book publicity industry for more than a decade. From producing some of the earliest book trailers to recently creating what Shelf Awareness calls the world's longest book tour, our team of publicists work tirelessly, smart, and with the goal of getting you the best attention possible. Our family of publicists come from journalism and publishing backgrounds with great experience and a passion for books. And our family of authors all across the globe are supportive of one another. We read your book and talk to you to understand your goals and lifestyle before sending you a proposal. We only represent books and authors that we believe in. Let's get going. Go online at jkscommunications.com. Is there a book in you or another? Author You will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good with If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publish. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. Impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop, sizzle, and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience. And your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand. 
Nick Selinger of NZ Graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts. With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All righty. So hiccups and good, good grief. There are plenty of them. So Kelly Johnson's with me today. And we talked about um, literally that two of the big mistakes we hit um, very quickly is that I see consistently is once the book comes out, authors seem to disappear. They think that's it. The people will come to you. No, they won't. You, you gotta, you need to go to them, but you'll get those ideas from hanging out with other authors. So stay in the mix. And then secondly, is all the different things that you can do. And Kelly mentioned, you know, creating that Pinterest board, it's a natural thing to do. Make sure you use, and let's, we can add on to that, Kelly, that the Pinterest that you can go to Canva.com, um, Canva, C-A-N-V-A, or PickMonkey.com, and create boards. You know, they've got all these freebie things, and we love, Kelly and I love freebie. Um, that you can that you can create boards that you can then just drop in and they look really sharp and then you're going to repurpose it again because once it's on Pinterest you're going to send it out on Twitter and you're going to post it on your Facebook page exactly and right, mini guides <laughs> yeah, absolutely you're going to you're going to keep it going all the time on there so that would that was our second. So Kelly, you had a lot of things that you wanted to hit on on the whole Amazon realm. So let's just start hitting some of those. Yes. So as we all know, um, yes, Amazon is a very large <laughs> company, and we know at times there's some loopholes we have to jump through, and there are challenges. And as we said, since we wanted to focus on some hiccups, Judith and I wanted to give you some tips and some information to share, especially some things we've seen recently that we hope will help you, you know, all the authors out there, that as you're getting ready to do some of these things, you can hopefully have some of this in place and avoid some of these hiccups. One of the biggest uh, things as far as changes I've seen with Amazon is with the search inside. And the change that I mean that I've seen is how you actually submit your your cover, your front cover, back cover, and your interior file to be a part of search inside. So in case some authors aren't aware, the search inside is where sometimes you might see it called look inside. And that's where you can click on it for some books if the author has elected to have their book be a part of this. And you can see more than just like the table of contents and maybe the copyright page. You can see some of the content displayed and get more of an idea of what the book's about. So with search inside, what you need to be aware of is um, you'll go and initially just fill out a one-page electronic form on their site. 
What you have to do then is you'll receive an email from Amazon once you do that first uh, online form. They will actually let you know, okay, yes, we've received it, you've been approved. Then what they're going to do is issue you a login to a Seller Central account. And this can get a little confusing because a lot of our authors are going to have an Advantage account. That's what most of our authors go with, and that's where you get an Advantage account to upload your book and be able to have it available for sale on Amazon and get your royalty payments. Well, with Search Inside, because they're giving you a Seller Central account, that doesn't mean you have to now change over to selling your book through Seller Central. You get to keep your Advantage account. The Seller Central login you get is just for the purpose to upload your front cover image, back cover image, and interior file for the search inside. I don't know why Amazon thought that might be an easier process, but just so you know, if you're wondering why are they making me have a Seller Central account, all you need to use that for is to upload your, your content for Search Inside. So just a heads up on that in case that's something you haven't encountered yet. All right. So, you know, this has been my hiccup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> have we ever found out why my, I don't have the link on my Seller Central account? Well, not yet. And actually... For you, thank you for mentioning that, Judith, because here, here's another piece to be aware of, that this is what we've encountered, as Judith just stated. This is for now, my Judith, own account, everybody, because I'm trying to upload my book for the interior. Exactly. Now, Judith already had a Seller Central account, but here's the other catch that Amazon is doing as well with Search Inside. Even if you already have a Seller Central account, they are issuing you a a separate login to another Seller Central account for you to upload the interior file of your book for Search Inside. So just beware that that's another item we've just uncovered, that even if you already have a Seller Central account, they're, they're not really issuing that feature in the account you already have. They're going to give you another login. So that's what we're working on for Judith is we're still trying to have them issue that secondary login to resolve that so we can get that for her book. It's so crazy. I mean, it's, it it's, it's nuts. And it's a waste of time for it everyone. Is. Unfortunately, right. like we said, that is a, a hiccup that is one that you'll have to take all those different steps, and we wish there was a way or a loophole to make it a little easier, but unfortunately, that's what is in place right now. All right. So, so, but, but you want seller, excuse me, you want search inside. You definitely want to do that so people can get a peek. Of, of what your book's about. Oh, and one other um, piece of that hiccup, just as a, a <laughs> friendly tip of advice to share, with uh -huh. the search inside, when you do get that login to the, your Seller Central account to upload the files, um, make sure that when you have your front cover image, your back cover image, and your interior file, what you need to do is the file name itself. So let's say, for example, it's the image of your front uh, book cover. Make, you have to make sure the ISBN number for that book is listed in the in, right there in the file name. So mm -hmm. you'll put the ISBN, then you'll put hyphen, and you'll put you know front cover. And then you'll do that for your back cover, except it'll be the ISBN number hyphen back cover, and then it'll be your ISBN number you know hyphen main capital M A I N for the interior file. So that's the format that they're looking for as well. So if you have that format in place, that will help to up the process a little bit. 
You know, and it was interesting because when I was trying to get help, they said, if this doesn't work, send it to this email. I promptly got an email back said, we don't do this. So exactly. Amazon doesn't sometimes. <laughs> it's, it, it is frustrating to do that. And it used to be um, that if you have a lot of times the designers don't break up the front cover. I mean, they routinely break up the front cover, but they don't routinely break up the back cover. Correct. Into, into the JPEG that Amazon used to take the entire spread that include the spine, and it wasn't a problem. Has that changed, Kelly? That, oh, I'm sorry. I just couldn't hear the last part that you said. That Amazon would take the entire spread of the front and back, which included the spine. I believe at this point they are still accepting that. Um, so okay. once again, just make sure you have the ISBN number in the file name itself if you're uploading the entire, as Judith was saying, if it's front, back cover, and the spine image all combined into one. Mm -hmm. Great. All right. So the, the, there's a whole other thing going also with Amazon. Um, I mean, we have a lot of things, and we've got about three minutes before a break. So that let, let's talk about the just advantage. What is advantage? And advantage for is the publishing arm for the self-publisher, actually, but every major publisher has an advantage account, too. <laughs> they yeah. all, everyone's got it. It's the publishing arena. So if you're going to play with the big boys, because if you've been searching Amazon, certainly you can sell your book on the marketplace and, and put it up there. And you can get more money. No question. They, they don't discount. They take, it's, you know, they keep like 20% mm -hmm. versus on advantage it's 55%. But there are hiccups with that because they don't support your book the way they do the Advantage customers, which, by the way, everyone, they are charging $99 a year now. Exactly. Great tip to, to know. Yeah. So you do need to know that. So if, if you, know, you were working with me, my advice would always be to you, you open up an Advantage account. You need that portal. That is really your store window. You need to think about it that way. It's your store window uh, that you have available to you. And if you're doing print-on-demand and, and you're with Ingram Spark, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of their store window they have also, that they've just, they're just creating it, and they have that information up on the Ingram Spark account. So information there. All right. Excellent. So. It, 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 little bit here and there. I mean, it keeps changing every time we turn around, which gives us a, a little hiccup here. Uh, but that's why on, we're doing we're doing things like this so that we can try. As soon as we learn it, we want to share it with you. Oh, that's for sure. Now we we have a minute to go. I think we can just oh, we can open the window because it's been dicey and it's the whole review thing with Amazon. Yes. Um, because that's changed dramatically, and they're saying you got to get all these reviews, and of course you. You know, you've, you could have sold the book directly. People have brought it. They may have loved you. I mean, even family and friends do it. And in the old days, you could put up, they could put up reviews. And that yeah. was just great. Well, Amazon gods have decided, you know what? We're going to change the rules again. That's right. And, okay. And so here's one of the rules. And then we'll take a quick break and come back and finish with it. One of the new rules is if you have done a review on somebody's book, they cannot come back, even though they bought it and they're a verified purchase, they cannot come back and post a review for you. And I'll let you chew on that. We'll be right back. It's Author You, Your Guide to Book Publishing.
is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand and reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's IngramSpark.com. Many of us have dreamed of writing a book. Some of us even have. Then the hard work starts. You'll need an editor. Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze. They've helped more than a thousand authors create top quality books and avoid the not so reputable self publishing companies. Learn more at 1106design.com. Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106design. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith bryles (laughs) 
So we were, t- we're talking about Amazon with Kelly Johnson, the author's virtual assistant at cornerstoneva.com. And that on Amazon, and, and I will, we'll loop back. I was talking about reviews, so we'll, I want to loop back to Advantage because there's hiccups um, on posting your information mm-hmm. there as well. But on the reviews, somehow the gods have dictated on Amazon that if you uh, review your friend Sam's book, and your book comes out six months later, and Sam is so excited, he's bought it, he loves it, he bought it through Amazon, he's a verified buyer, he's so excited and he's thrilled with what you've put together, and he has really put some time and some energy into really writing a very supportive five-star review, and Amazon rejects it. And their unwritten rule is, no, there. I haven't seen anything about it in writing, but the unwritten rule that we're all seeing is you can't review each other's book because they think it's a tit for tat. Right. Now, where did that all start from? My gut is it came from the people who were doing reviews for bucks because Amazon did crack down on that last year. And it was redoing reviews for bucks. And what they did is they, Fiverr was notorious for five bucks. People were saying, for five bucks, I'll write a review on Amazon for your book. And so right. someone say, yeah, I've got a budget of a couple of hundred bucks. I'll get 40 reviews in a nanosecond. And, of course, Amazon's robots, the more reviews they see, the more they will come in and support you on that. So it's a real challenge here, what they've done. And I, and I was telling Kelly earlier that, that I'm going to write a blog on why Amazon and Jeff Bezos hates people who know you, who buy your book, and want to post a review when they won't allow it. Exactly. So, you know, it, it is cuckoo. But just be aware of that. So we're going to go back to, here's the hiccup. When reviews happen quickly, because sometimes they might go up and then they zap them down, you need to be really uh, uh, diligent about going up on a daily basis and check, are there any new reviews? Copy them, post them in a separate file on your computer, and make sure you grab the headline as well as who did it. Sometimes you know the name. You might recognize their, their tag that they use, that if they do zap it down, you can reconnect them and push it out again. And, 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 and so here's maybe here's a sidestep. If they pull you down, you want to review a, a colleague's book that you think it's great, they pull you down, give it to your spouse or partner or friend and ask them to go up and post it. Um, I don't think they've figured that one out yet, Kelly. But that's, right. that's, that's what I would do. And like you said, it's unfortunate that we have to try to think of these methods that these are legitimate reviews, that, but unfortunately, as you said, because the Amazon gods have decided that this is how things are going to operate, sometimes, unfortunately, these are some alternate methods that we have to discover and figure out. It's crazy. I mean, I think it's bizarre, but that is what's happening there. So now let me hop back to Advantage again, because yep. one of the things I often work with clients in putting, you know, getting their Advantage account set up, and, and I... And, and writing their, their copy that goes in 
and creating the headline and mm -hmm. all those things so they would have that. And one of the things that I have noticed is the Amazon robots don't like punctuation. That's they, right. They, commas are Especially okay. apostrophes. <laughs> oh, yeah, apostrophes are taboo. A taboo, taboo, a taboo. You don't use pound signs. You don't use the Amistrand. You don't use any of that kind of thing. But you can get around that. And yes. that's why it's essential to have an author central account. Yes. Because, number one, you it's a secret sauce. You get somebody live to talk to, which is always lovely. But you they have tools. And where do we find those tools, Kelly, that you can put in the unacceptable uh, punctuation that now becomes acceptable through Author Central. Yes, so basically, um, as Judith said, once you get it in your Advantage account and you want to fix some of that punctuation, you'll log into your Author Central account. And when you log in, you'll see that there's a place where it'll say, like, your books. You'll want to click on that and you'll click on, you know, either if it's your first book or whichever book in your Author Central account that you've connected in there. You'll click on that book title. And you'll see that it will take you to a place where it'll have your, it'll say your description. You'll click to edit that description. And through Author Central, that account actually will let you add in things like apostrophes or some of those, you know, different punctuation marks where for some reason Advantage doesn't like them and won't display them if you're trying to read that, you know, on your book description page on Amazon if you go to the site. But you can actually get those to work and add them back in in that area in your Author Central account. So that's one of our big tips we wanted to make sure to share as well with you. So, and that's huge. That's huge. So, Kelly, is that someone, let's just say that uh, you had a couple of books that you might be working on, and maybe yes. you weren't an author, and it was a friend you were trying to help. Do you have to do it through their Author Central account, or can you just go through one and then play around with any title? No, you'll need to go through your own author center. Your own. Account. Okay, yes. so it, it is exclusive. It is exclusive with authors. Yes. Um, that they can only work on their own or they get someone who can click it through using their author center Correct. account. All right, so that's good to know on that. All right, the other thing, Author Central, is that I was noticing uh, on Monday, on the Monday uh, free coaching call I do every Monday, unless it's a federal holiday, that uh, there was a book that was actually about you know, something that's how to spot a terrorist. I mean, this was just after that awful thing that happened oh, yeah. in Orlando. And I just said, this guy, because I was actually talking to the designer of the book, this guy, and I said, this guy should be all over the news. What's he doing? Because first of all, I went up and it said 586, and I said, that's horrible on right. Amazon. How could BBD, when you've got the hardest topic, it, you can newsjack anything with that, and he's not doing anything. He doesn't get it. And I noticed his categories were absolutely not correct for the book. So how you fix that yes. is you go into Author Central again, and that's when you do the smiley dialy, call me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that smiley dialy. Isn't that a new term we've created? <laughs> yes, smiley dialy. That, that's a, I smile when they call me. Yes. Uh, that's where you have them, uh, you, you, you hit the contact button. And they will say, do you want us to email you, or do you want to chat online, or do you want a phone call? 
always click phone call. Yeah. And you will have a phone call within five seconds. Yeah. All right. And that's where you can correct it. And I'll tell you, those, those people who are on that phone are so extraordinarily helpful in drilling down categories and even suggesting some to you that you might not have thought of to get you in to a much, uh, if you're trying to do a bestseller run, you really need to have this as a tool to get going on. So do take advantage of that. That's that's huge. Well, right. especially the other piece I think we both noticed is then you, when you're setting up your Advantage account and you're initially picking your categories, you won't have as many choices in there as there are available through Amazon. So mm-hmm. usually what you'll need to do as an author is pick the categories and when you're setting up your Advantage account that are closest to your book as possible. And then, as Judith was just saying, once that's up and live, then call in to your, through your Author Central account and let them know more specifically, these are the two cat. you're only allowed two categories. So let them know what two categories you specifically want it changed to. And just a heads up, it usually takes them three to five days. It can take up to that amount of time to make the actual change before you see it. But just so you know that some of the specifics that you can get available on Amazon for categories don't um, necessarily show as an option when you're first setting up your Advantage account. So that's also why it's really critical that you call in to Author Central and get that changed. Okay. And, and so that's, that's one of the things. And then we've, we have one more break here coming up. But I wanted to, it's just like, we have a whole bunch, much we want to talk about. I know. About. We do. All right. So one of the things that you want to do is, and Kelly, why don't we just go ahead and open that because we can break this and then we'll lead in and open up the next thing. But let's talk about logins. Yes. And one, yeah, one of the things with logins that I've unfortunately heard happen quite frequently to um, authors or just, you know, clients in general is they, for example, let's say they hire a web designer to create a website for them and set up their hosting account so they can also have emails created. Then for some reason, if they need to conclude that professional relationship and no longer work with that web designer, um, unfortunately, some clients have not gotten that login initially, you know, okay, what's the login to my hosting account? How do I access my WordPress site? Where do I go to, you know, get my email addresses or my domain name? Where do you have it registered? What's that login? And unfortunately, because that web designer did not provide that to the client initially or they just waited till the end, um, unfortunately, some service providers have not always given it. So that's why we want to give you a tip soon of what we want to make sure you collect. So we'll come back to that when we come back. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. And what we're doing is to try to save you some agony <laughs> dealing with your, your books in your setup, your marketing, and so much more. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd. 
publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You don't need problems, you want solutions. Dr. Judith Browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos. At times, she's had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves. Judith Bryles is the book shepherd. If you want to create a book with no regrets, give her a call today, 303-885-2207. That's 303-885-2207 or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, Bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at My Book Shepherd and on Facebook at The Book Shepherd. One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready to move on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King Printing Company and Addy Books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to kingprinting.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR, perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types including side sewing we provide warehousing kitting distribution inventory management a new print on demand facility streaming browser based ebooks and bookstore call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project you can also visit our website at www.tps1.com Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so we're talking about your hosting accounts and your domains, and um, I, I suspect that there's probably um, a reasonable turnover for some of these designers' websites. I mean, a lot of people think, I think they jump into them because they like graphics or they think it's easy, and then maybe the squirrel factor hits and all of a sudden something else attracts them. Who knows? But that, uh, and now we have another friend who has a company called here next year because so many people are going out of business that he wanted to say he was around next year and that when you when you look at that it's it's pretty shocking to realize all of a sudden you don't have access to anything on that so kelly 
what can what 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 if an author number one we want to tell everyone make sure that you have all that access information yes from logins passwords where it's hanging out how do you get to it etc and there's there's also another situation where sometimes some of the uh, platforms if you're not on a WordPress or some of the other popular platforms all of a sudden those platforms are not even available anymore and all that work that you did it's gone yeah. so what do you do Kelly I know so as we were just saying the first yeah first and foremost just make sure that once again let's say you've hired a web designer to create a website for you and set up the hosting account for you. So a hosting account example would be like Speedy Mice or GoDaddy. You know, those are examples of hosting accounts. One of the biggest things to make sure that you have a discussion with that web designer or any person setting it up for you is when they're setting up the hosting account, make sure for, that they put it in your name, not their name, um, that all that information is tied to you and that you get those logins you know, to the hosting account, what's the username and password? Is there a PIN number for security purposes that they had to be set that you need to know as well? Your domains, um, any domain that you have, so that's the domain is the URL of where you would have your website. So, for example, for Judith, you know, like authoru.org or thebookshepherd.com, that's her domain name. Wherever that domains are registered, sometimes that might be the same account as your hosting, sometimes it might be a separate company where your domains are registered, but especially if it's a separate company where your domains have been registered, also make sure you have the login, the username and password to access that account, and that domains are also registered in your name, not in the name of the person who's setting it up for you, because unfortunately that's another area that I know some authors have hit as an issue and a hiccup that they were thinking it was in their name or they just made the assumption and some the person who set it up for them put it in their own name, not the client's name, and that, that can cause a problem. So make sure you track all of that as well. And this is just a little bit of a side note, but the other piece is sometimes if the web designer also is doing some graphics for you. So for example, let's say they're doing a header image that they're creating to display right at the top of your website and you're wanting to use that for branding purposes. Also make sure that that's another piece of information to collect, that if they're using a specific font style that they have, you know, for the wording they're putting in that header graphic, you need to make sure to have that information so that if for some reason you lose touch with them or they never provided that to you, it can be really hard to match up a font style again. And if you were using that for branding purposes, whether that be on your book or on your social media or other, you know, your one sheets, anything that you're tying into that, you want to make sure that's another piece of information that you get and any color matches. So um, there's a checklist that um, I can make available and just have that. But those are just some of the main things to make sure that first and foremost you have. <laughs> it, it, critical. They're, they're, criti they're really critical. Um, and that I mentioned is that we took the break that, you know, one of the popular ones to use even to log in all this stuff to keep it safe if you want to do it all online is is a program like lastpass.com. Yes. Um, but, you know, I, I actually keep mine on an Excel spreadsheet that I have hidden away and yes. do it because we've had to change so many emails. So, I mean, uh, well, sometimes emails, but the passwords so many times. Uh, I think out of my own Facebook account, we've had maybe 20 different yes. uh, password changes forced to have it for a variety of reasons. So, but... 
have something. I think that's the bottom line, Kelly says. you got to have something. One of the things that I wanted to uh, bring up, Kelly, in the hiccup thing, there was two things, and I noticed it in uh, being around a couple of new authors that haven't launched, but they're writing, writing, writing. They're getting very close. They've got a couple of books that they that are just really ready to pop, but they still will not tell anyone their titles. Yes. There, there is such a fear that someone's going to steal their title. And I'm always amazed with it because it's, do you know how long it takes to write a book? I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're ready to publish here in a few months, your title's not going to get stolen. And it's probably already being used in some variation. Mm-hmm. And there, there's rarely anything uh, there that's new out there. There, there's a unique twist to it, a variation of the theme. But the most important thing I can say to everyone to do, the hiccup I see is you don't start shouting it out soon. And you need to really understand that there is a difference between um, a book launch and creating the momentum to keep it going to a happy life once it's out there. So... My advice is, is as soon as you have your title, because you may even twist that title, but as soon as you have that title and you keep it going, you, you just start, you write about it, you blog about it, you own and you claim it. And this is really critical. If there is any possibility of going after a trademark, one of the things that you, the USPTO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office does is they look at usage and have you been using it? Yes. Have you been using it? And if you're not out there claiming this unique phrase or anything like that, you know, someone else can just step right up to the plate. So it's, it's, I can't stress that. And, and momentum, you want to think of momentum like a little snowball. Snowball gr- rolls. As it's rolling, it can get bigger and bigger and bigger and gigantic. Well, momentum isn't something that, oh, oh, t- today's Thursday. I'm going to start momentum. No. <laughs> no. Momentum is something that builds on all the activities and amazing things that you do in this process. And authors don't often get this. So, you know, I just, I just really want to bring, don't, number one, be secret about your titles, get out and shout it out and claim it and announce it and put it in your signature on your email, um, that you're the author of the forthcoming book, blah, 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 whatever the title is. If you get that cover done, boy, I'd slap that cover image in my signature and email. So you have these things. It just makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Huge. And, and like you said, really keeping that momentum going, Sometimes I think where some authors may feel there's a little hiccup or, once again, some hesitancy is, well, I don't want to bore people or I, I don't want to tell them too much or feel like I'm bombarding them constantly by wanting to talk about my book or different things about my book. And it's not, and I know we all want to make sure we have a good balance of, yes, we don't want to make it sound like me, 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 but we want to get the word out and let people know. And honestly, what so many people share is they can hear the passion that you have in your voice and 
you know, really be authentic, you know, how authentic you are about what you're talking about. That is really what comes through. So it's not, you know, don't think of it as, oh, are people going to think, oh, here she comes talking about the book again. When you're talking <laughs> and interacting with different people, truly, they, I've had more people say, I, you know, God, I can really see how passionate that author is about that topic and look how she's, you know, she's talking about it. Look at the viewpoint he just shared. That's really what people focus on, and they can sense that. You know, they sense when you have that passion and heart for what you're doing and what you're writing about, and that's really what comes through. So that's also why it's important to keep that momentum going. And, and, that's the, and that will be the difference in making or breaking your book when you've yes. got that so powerful behind you. All right, and then we've got about two minutes to go, so what I wanted to do is also bring up that authors need to understand the difference between RTP and WTP. Yes. RTP is rush to publish, <laughs> you know, and, and that's when you just have so many mistakes and errors. And, um, but, but there's also another possibility that because you were there first, you claim it and you can go back and fix it. The WTP is the wait to publish. Mm -hmm. And what I see is perfection comes into play and they keep trying to tweak it and do it over and over and over and over and over again mm -hmm. that your opportunity windows that maybe you did have a unique twist closes on you because someone else steps into the plate. Yeah. So really understand that. That's part of your author's success, that you really have to realize that a lot of times you may finish and it is truly good enough. And with that, I'm going to thank Kelly Johnsons for being with me. I look forward to being with you next week, my friend. I do too. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me today. You are so welcome. And this is Author You, your guide to book publishing. We want you to be successful. Listen to, uh, check in with authoryou.org, everyone, because we are doing a whole series of summer concert webinars that will knock your marketing and book success socks off. So take advantage of that, and we'll be with you next week. Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each 